Welcome to today's episode of Fuel with Pastor Emmanuel. It's all about faith, understanding, encouragement, and life. Be blessed by this episode. Blessed be God, it's a joy to come your way with God's word. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse number 13. So the king said, Go and see where he is so I can send men to capture him. When he was told Elisha is in Dothan, he sent horses, chariots, and a massive army there. They went by night and surrounded the city. Elisha, as a prophet of God, was able to tell whenever the king of Aram had called his war council against Israel and they had planned to invade the nation of Israel. He would tell exactly where they would camp and what they would do and follow their efforts. Over the process of time, this infuriated the Aramean king. He wanted the arrest of Elisha. Now think about it. Elisha is one man and the king of Aram wants to arrest Elisha. He would probably send some elite group of soldiers, special forces, to go and arrest him. Or maybe a company of soldiers, 50 to 100, to go and arrest him. But no, the king knew that though Elisha was just one man, there was more to him than just being one ordinary man. So this is exactly what the king did. He sent horses. He sent chariots. He sent a massive army, a great and a large army. In his efforts to capture just one man, he sent an entire troop of soldiers. Probably this was equal to or just about the size of the army he needed to attack Israel. But because Elisha was playing a very key role that was saving Israel, then the battle now was not Aram versus Israel. Now the battle battle was Aram versus Elisha. So the king dedicated all his fighting men to come for Elisha, a massive army sent out for Elisha. It is very scary to think about that. But there is another angle we look at it, and it's very encouraging. Why this massive army for Elisha? Probably one would think that perhaps because Elisha is in Dothan and the king is attacking and trying to capture Elisha in Dothan, he has to send a massive army so that they go and defeat Israel soldiers. But you read carefully, and it says that, when the servant, that the verse number 15, when the servant of the man of God got up early and went out, he discovered an army with horses and chariots surrounding the city. So it almost looks like the army that the king of Aram had sent, this massive army, was met with no opposition. It is very disheartening to know that Elisha the prophet was a national asset he was a national treasure yet there were, there seemed to be no strategy and no systems in place to take care of him to protect him as valuable as he was not just as a prophet and a man of God but even his contribution to the nation's military 
strategy and the nation's military strength but nothing was done for him nonetheless elisha was devoted a, a special troop a massive army to come for him the reason being that elisha was not just one man he was god's man the Aramean king knew that the Israel king could wait and he could easily deal with him once Elisha is taken out of the picture. He knew that the Israel soldiers or the Israel army could be dealt with once the man of God is taken out of the picture. So he devoted his strength, his resources and his army to eliminating God's man. That tells you the value of being God's man. And for us today, we are not just talking about God's man as a preacher, as a prophet, as a man of God, but we are looking at God's man as someone like Elisha who had so much proximity with God, worked in close fellowship with God, knew the Lord, was devoted to the Lord because you could see that Elisha was so close to the Lord, so devoted to the Lord that God could even reveal to him what the Aramean army was plotting. Brothers and sisters, friends, I want to encourage all of us, do your best to be God's man. And I'm not speaking of God's man in a gender-sensitive sense, but do your best to be God's man to be God's person. If you want to be gender sensitive, to be God's woman, do your best to be a person after God's heart. You can see the value of being a God's man. Although in this case, it looks like it's very frightening. A whole massive army is devoted towards you. But yet it underscores the importance and value of being God's man. Strive to be God's man. And also know that even the danger and the threat of being God's man is taken care of. Because later we, got, we get to realize that the mountains was going to be full of horses and chariots of fire. That's far outnumbered the army of Aram. So being God's man, being God's woman, being God's person has an advantage. It may look like you are abandoned. It may look like you are neglected. It may look like even though you have served your nation, nothing really is done for you. But God takes care of his own. God watches out for his own. God preserves his own. Become God's man. Become God's woman. Become that person who is so much after God's heart, who is so dear to God, who is so relevant to God's agenda on the earth both spiritually and physically. The Lord bless you. Shalom, peace, and life to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fuel with Pastor Emmanuel. Till I come your way next time, growing faith, increasing understanding, give encouragement, enjoy life in Christ.